Good morning. My name is Dr. Sheila Schuster. I'm a licensed psychologist from Louisville. I serve as the executive director of the Advocacy Action Network, which advocates for Kentuckians with disabilities, particularly involving behavioral health and for those without access to health care. There's no doubt that providing Kentuckians with access to health care, physical, behavioral, and dental, is one of the requirements for moving the needle on our significant health problems. It is not the only factor needed to improve health, but it is a necessary factor. Were we to truly make a full-fledged assault on what we've called the Kentucky Uglies, we would need to address not only access, but also the social determinants of health, poverty, lack of education, illiteracy, environmental challenges, and inequities. But healthcare access without barriers is foundational. Medicaid expansion has been good for Kentucky. It has provided healthcare access to nearly 500,000 Kentuckians who were uninsured and without healthcare, many for a long time. It has brought in more than $3 billion in federal funds to pay for healthcare delivery and to create healthcare jobs. And Kentuckians have taken advantage of their coverage in record numbers to access preventive cares, screenings, teeth cleanings, mental health services, and follow-up care. Kentucky's overall health ranking among the states has risen by three places. While we still have significant health challenges, Kentucky is healthier because of Medicaid expansion. The Affordable Care Act mandated significant improvements in behavioral health, requiring all coverage plans, Medicaid and private market, to include the full range of behavioral health diagnoses and treatment, and to provide these services at parity or equality with physical health care. We are pleased that the proposed waiver keeps these mandated services in place for all who are included in the waiver. Kentucky has significant mental health and substance use disorders, and they need to be treated. While we applaud these benefits and potential increases in behavioral health care, we are extremely concerned that the category of persons deemed to be medically frail, which would include those with serious mental illness, substance use disorders, and other disabilities, are being required to pay a monthly premium for their coverage. It is difficult, I would say impossible to imagine what mechanism will be used to bill for the premium and to collect it. When the majority of these individuals do not have a checking account, often do not open their mail, sometimes for fear that it has anthrax in it, do not always have a stable address, and do not have guardians to rely on for help. And the penalty for failing to pay is steep. Requiring copays for each health service and for each prescription is absolutely unaffordable and will result in these medically frail individuals failing to keep appointments or to pick up their medicine. What is the cost then in human suffering, in angst, in the rapid decline in health status, in trips to the ER, and possible hospitalizations? Certainly those costs are far greater than the justification for requiring the monthly premiums. On behalf of these Kentuckians with disabilities, I beg you, I beg you 
to remove the requirement for the individuals deemed to be medically frail to pay a monthly premium for their Medicaid coverage. As a longtime advocate for treating the whole person, I urge you to restore the dental and vision benefits to all Kentuckians included in this waiver. In a state plagued with toothlessness, cardiovascular disease, and diabetes, to name a few, it makes absolutely no sense to remove these critically important annual exams and the follow-up care that is indicated. It is absolutely a step backward to do otherwise. And finally, I urge you to look carefully at these 500,000 Kentuckians who have enrolled in the Medicaid expansion and to treat them with the respect that they deserve. Yes, they are poor, but they are valuable members of our Commonwealth. The majority of them are working or are caregivers or are students. They are already making significant investments in themselves and in their families. They are concerned about their health and many have already taken actions to improve it. To increase their premium requirement over time fails to recognize that they are already working but do not have access to employer-sponsored health care or cannot afford what is offered. This is simply a penalty imposed for being poor. I'm heartened by the goal outlined by the administration to improve the health outcomes for all Kentuckians. We share that same goal. Everyone in this room and that you've heard from in the other hearings share that same goal. But let's work together to build on our successes, to create a more efficient and effective health care system, and to assure that Kentuckians have access to the care they need to improve their health. Thank you very much.